In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. My dear sons and daughters, we draw very near to the end of the liturgical year. We are two weeks away when at least at this parish will begin the resolution to read the Catechism of the Catholic Church over the course of the coming liturgical year. And as we hear our Lord Jesus speak about the end of things, and we have it informed by the prophet Malachi, especially that beautiful key, but for you who fear my name, there will arise the Son of Justice with its healing rays. I would like to turn to the Church's theology, to the Catechism of the Catholic Church, to help us understand what these things mean. I wish to read for you a little bit of a lengthy quotation. This is paragraph 675 in the Catechism of the Catholic Church, which reads, Before Christ's second coming, the Church must pass through a final trial that will shake the faith of many believers. The persecution that accompanies her pilgrim church on earth will unveil the mystery of iniquity in the form of a religious deception, offering men and women an apparent solution to their problems at the price of apostasy from the truth. The supreme religious deception is that of the Antichrist, a pseudo-messianism by which man glorifies himself in the place of God and in the place of his Messiah come in the flesh. And so when we hear our Lord say, do not wander to all these, I am he and here he is and I have found the solution to all of your problems and I have found the secret and I have received the message and all of this. Do not go out. And there will be wars and famines and you'll be tempted to say, oh my gosh, and what about this and all the other? Don't be. It's a fascinating thing. There's wars and plagues and earthquakes and famines, insurrections. Oh, don't be terrified. Oh, okay, do you great show? It's fine. We'll just turn on some football and have a steak or whatever, right? But of course, that's not the solution. That's where that, from the prophet Malachi, for those who fear my name will arise the son of justice. That temptation to find answers and assuages to the problems ruled by apostasy from the truth. Oh, the church is outmoded. Jesus Christ is just some holy figure from past ages, a wise man, and so forth. We know now. We know better. And to great sadness, there are even hierarchs in the church who say such things. That is, quote, the supreme deception. Christ says, don't worry about what you will say. I will give you. You will have my revelation. I know well I will send the Holy Spirit, and you will have the Gospels, and you will have your Holy Mother, the Church, who will teach you. And if you study and learn, you will have the words, and none will be able to resist or to refute because you fear my name and because you hold love for my name and say the name of blessed Jesus with love and say that our Father with peace 
And in that rosary, say the names of Jesus and Mary with love and affection, even when we have to struggle through tiredness and difficult schedule and so on and so forth, and to resist all those urges for a mediocre and easy life. And perhaps the Apostle St. Paul, in his second letter to the Thessalonians, gives that key. Don't act in a disorderly way, right? See, order is the godly way. On the contrary, in toil and drudgery, night and day, we work. So imitate us. And we hear some of you are conducting yourselves in a disorderly way, not keeping busy, but minding the business of others. It's nice to know that being in other people's business is 2,000 years old and then some, right? You don't have to feel quite so, but we see that's happening, right? And so I would give you an, a, a second quotation to conclude the sermon, also from the Catechism of the Catholic Church, paragraph 2044. 2044 says, the faithfulness of the baptized is a primordial condition for the proclamation of the gospel and for the church's mission of the world. My fidelity and yours is a primordial condition. It is the necessary condition that striving to be faithful to the gospel in all its high demands and high calling. And then going out knowing that because I am faithful to the gospel, I must my, do my work better than others. I have to try to give more than my neighbor. I have to give a little more time to study. I have to give a little more time to work. I might have to give a little more time to charity. I have to be the patient one who sits and listens to that difficult person at work. I have to be the one when the teacher says, can I have help with X, I say yes, and so on and so forth. That fidelity is primordial. And so in that spirit, brothers and sisters, I also ask for your prayers Early on Thursday morning, I will be leaving for the National Catholic Youth Conference with 10 young people from our parish and accompanying 92 young people from the Diocese of Madison. And not to simply have a rah-rah good time, but that I, as a baptized and a priest, might have good resolutions to enthrone Christ as King and be more faithful. And those kids might be more faithful. And so pray for their fidelity and make a resolution, one or two yourself, that as they encounter Christ in that way and come back more faithful, they'll come back to a parish where everyone here is also a little bit more faithful and fearing the name of God with love, understanding that we must pass through trial, but we will not give up truth and we'll do our work and have that primordial witness to the gospel. So let us go to the altar and worship Father, Son, and Holy Spirit in truth by offering the sacrifice of Jesus, born of the Virgin Mary, for the salvation of our souls. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.